Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mistletoe Secret. I am Santa's gift under the tree. Not his tree, but the other tree. Trey Plutnicki. And I am the other tree, Daniel Kunkel. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness. I was wondering with the start of a new season if you were really going to go... And just really go off script on the introduction. I, I did sort of. I'm not sure what the other tree is. I just sort of talked and let my mouth do the, the work. The other tree was the friends we made along the way. The other tree is the is the it's the Christmas tree, and then it's the Xmas tree. And I, Santa looked under the Xmas. It tree. looks under the under the triple Xmas tree. Daniel, we are entering 2019, and we're 19. I, I we just, can swear finally. Just let's just do a catch up. What were you doing in 2019? In 2019, oh baby, I was a I was a junior in college. I was playing this... Macbeth. Oh shit! <laughs> I think I think I was. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, yes, you were. You were graduating. This is your. Uh, yes. No, no, no. You weren't playing Macbeth. You were playing. Uh, was I not? I hay that... fever. You were in hay fever. Oh, hay fever kicked ass. I miss that show <laughs> so much. I always uh. think about. You can bleep this later, but I always think about doing that little dance. I think about many things with. <laughs> um, let's see here. All right, 2019. We did Chicago Radium Girls. School for Scandal wasn't 20. Oh no, 2019. Yeah, 2019 was my senior year. Yeah, 2019 was your no 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 no, wrong. Well, yes. no, correct. Yeah, yeah. Winter 2019 was your senior was, year. Was my senior yeah. year. Let's talk about uh, winter 2019. So at th- yeah. So at this time, I was preparing to move to New York City, the Big Apple, the um, big city. The Daniel, big were you city. thinking about living your small town in I Virginia? Thought, no, I thought about moving up there to Washington Heights. <laughs> hey, cats. Hey. Um, so you moved to, wow, interesting. You were thinking about moving to New York. You were thinking about, yeah, because Daniel and I went to school for musical, well, I went to school for musical theater. Daniel went went to to school school for for real art. For real acting, (laughs) for actual acting. You could quote me on that. People would get so mad at me. Oh my God. The second you sing, it's not real. It doesn't actually count. Yeah. If you, I mean, it's just fake. It's fake acting. Well, they, they they call it performance art because it's fucking fake. Yeah. When and also... I, and when I speak the words of a 19th century dead Russian man, that's real. Yeah. That's So raw. true. Yes. I had like a throat gargle there. We're recording this at 10.30 o'clock my uh-huh. time and 9.30 it's well o'clock... Past- <laughs> Well past we both of our bedtimes. Well past I would, both of our bedtimes. We have both got out of very long days of, of work. But we and had to go by deeper into the mines. <laughs> we had to invest in ourselves. And invest watch in ourselves. Christmas wishes and mistletoe kisses. Sometimes you talk and I talk under you to like emphasize a point, but then you stop talking. Because you're nice and you're respectful, and you. I'm a really nice guy. We both do this to each other, (laughs) and you think after 150 fucking episodes, we'd know each other's patter better. I will say uh, the lag on Zoom does not help. Not at all. The Zoom, uh, our video, well, especially because my internet sucks ass. I've been live streaming a lot recently because I don't know if y'all know, but I was on a big reality. Are you famous? No, 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 no. Not famous. I was just on a television show. 
Yes. Uh, there are plenty of people who go on TV that aren't famous. No. Uh, ready? I'm going to name them. one. I'm going to name someone. Drop a name. Tina Fey. Damn. Famous. Not on a TV. Wait, fuck. She was. Damn it. She was famously on a TV show. I would she argue. She was. What's famously your favorite two Tina Fey shows? performance? My favorite Tina Fey. Oh, geez. My favorite Tina Fey performance is uh, Sarah Palin. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see a haunting in Venice. I feel like she's going to be really good in that. Ooh. Yeah. The new, new movie? the new the new the new Poirot. A Poirot. I really like Date Night. Did you ever see Date Night with her and oh, Steve Carell? Oh, yes, Carrell? I did. Yes. Really uh, that was quite good. Night. That was really good. Steve Carell's just such a good actor. Yeah, but anyway, way better than uh, Tina Fey. True. I agree. I, you I agree? don't know if you were joking. I yeah, don't I would, know I, if I agree I would with have my own agree. words or not. Mm. I would have you agree that. Um, but anyway, uh, my I have been live streaming, and my internet sucks ass. And everybody in my live stream chat keeps saying that I need to go to the McDonald's with the good Wi-Fi. <laughs> Do you all know what that means? Is that a colloquial thing for you I think, all? I, yeah, I think that is a yeah, I think that is a colloquialism. Um, I'm so that's offended. Why this video call sucks. That's sucks why this ass. video call sucks. We're also not recording because I mean, me personally, I look trash right now. Yeah. I Trey's been on TV, good. so he knows how to look him look good. I only do <laughs> the stage where others make me look good. I've done myself up tonight. Um, I was personally offended by this film that we're about to discuss. Christmas Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses? Yes. Okay, why were you personally offended, attacked? Banger title, A. A true. I love the commitment to this title. I love a stupid title. Yeah. Uh, two, this is set in my home fucking town. Oh, here we go. Okay. This is so set in my neck of the woods. What's your hometown, Daniel? And what Richmond, town was this? Virginia. Okay. And this was allegedly set in Richmond, Virginia. I would like to confirm there is exactly one aerial shot that is of Richmond, Virginia. And it's not even from the good angle. <laughs> there it is a good, good angle of Richmond, Virginia, and they like stuck a camera at the perfect place to get the good angle, and then they turned it 180 fucking degrees the opposite direction and took a picture of the James. It's looking out on our waste treatment facility that's on the south side of town. <laughs> like, why? Wait, really? They took they took a picture of your garbage plant? No, but it's like it's one of those like if they panned up like a foot, you would see it. Oh. So, uh, tell me, did they film this in Canada? Yes. Okay. This is and not this, in Richmond, Virginia. I was so I was reading because I saw the the aerial and was like, oh, that really looks like the Richmond train station. That really looks like the the or like one of our main train stations. And I googled it, and they were like, yeah. And also, they shot it at uh, the Jefferson, which, like, for those who don't know, the Jefferson is like the bougie hotel in Richmond. Um, like if like my parent, like my grandparents, like major anniversaries, we go to the Jefferson cause it's like the nice place to go. And they said it was shot there. There's like a pretty iconic part of the Jefferson. There's like this like two story or I guess one story staircase that leads down to this beautiful ballroom. It's a gorgeous building. That's not where they shot this scene. So that could have been the Jefferson, I guess. It didn't fucking look like it though. <laughs> 
probably some random hotel in Toronto or Vancouver or something like that. Like that. Yeah. What is Hallmark's obsession with America? You know what I mean? Because if they're gonna f- if they're yeah. gonna film in Vancouver, just set it in Vancouver. Or is it Americans? Who gives a shit. Like maybe maybe it's Americans like need for it to be about them the same totally. way that that like this is kind of funny. Uh, oh wait, people, I set up a joke. <laughs> people, uh, the people who are giving Trump his uh, daily press briefings mm, yeah, um, yeah. had to slip his name and things about <laughs> him into the press briefings to keep him interested in them. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. So maybe that Hallmark... Maybe it wasn't allegedly. Maybe it was. That just happened. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what Hallmark is trying to do with Americans, where it's like, if we set this in Quebec, people people in Richmond, Virginia aren't going to care. I but if we set it in Richmond... this. Right. I find that fascinating. I... Um, yeah. How'd you like this? How'd you like this one? Hey, listen, not too bad. Not a bad start to the year, honestly. Yeah. I feel like we really came off some fucking stinkers, and I thought this one overall was, like, fine. Yeah. I think the two leads had really good chemistry together. Yes, um, they, they have fun. And we had a uh, a Hallmark um, veteran uh, lead this one in Jill Wagner. Oh, God, yeah. Um, Jill Wagner's great. Uh, she was always good in this exciting. one. She's always good to watch. Um, Christmas wishes and mistletoe. Kiss. Was there a mistletoe kiss, or did they just no. tease it three times? They teased it, and they didn't fucking do it. This dumb, dumb franchise. Jill, I'm happy to report, is the lead, uh, or one of the leads, rather, of our uh, this year's Christmas and Evergreen movie. So Thank we have God. her to look forward to again. <laughs> Thank God, yo! It's just these these Christmas movie titles. We're gonna run out one of these days, but I hope we don't. And I hope we I hope we keep going and making them longer. Let's see, we've longer got titles of movies. Christmas Under the Stars, a Christmas duet. I swear to God, we've used that title like four times, and then they like Men in Black me at the end. And they're just like, whoa, my camera's going fucking nuts it's because you men in blacked me <laughs> they knew oh fuck god i wish we recorded that that was crazy oh uh, yeah uh daniel went all glitchy there that was crazy in christmas misses and Wisheltoe kisses in this film there is a interior decorator who abby abby thank you abby's dream is to decorate things she gets mm-hmm. hired by this dude to decorate a house for his Christmas gala. Sinclair Enterprises. Yes. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> Abby has a BFA in interior design, wants to design the inside of this house, but she has a deadline, four weeks till Christmas Eve. Daniel, they sit down and have this interview with Nick and Nick's assistant, Kate. Love her. And it is the it is mayhaps the worst interview I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Uh, on both parties' yeah. ends. And th- there is a reason, but it is funny. It is weird. Um, the reason is Nick doesn't really want to hire Abby at all. Kate, completely uninterested. Yep. Um, but <laughs> Abby sucks. 
in just this in, just in general. Oh, in the interview, okay. In this uh, interview, in no, general, no, no, no. Abby, Abby's good. Abby's good, but Abby sucks in this interview because she breaks a few tenets yeah. of a good interview, okay. especially when you're like punching up. What's it? Batting, batting high. What is it called when you trading up? What's it called when you? Welcome to one of our newest features in 2019. <laughs> Trey guesses the phrase. What's it called when you, when you are punt are batting a hundred? Shoot, no, 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 shooting blanks. Shoot, no, no, no. It's when you're shooting higher than what you're capable of. Oh, overshooting. Oh. No, 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 no. Over aiming. It's, it's usually, it's usually <laughs> referred to when couples are dating and one person is far better settling than the. No, the opposite of settling. Date, it's called dating up. Dating up. Ex- I've never heard except of Except you've never heard of dating up? No. I'm always the one who's dated up too. <laughs> That's a fucking lie. <laughs> this is going to be unreleasable. No, this is a, this is an unrecordable, unreleasable podcast. Holy shit. Um, yeah, she's, okay. she's crazy. She's mean in this interview, and then he's mean back, and then at the end, they're both like, I think we understand each other, you and I. <laughs> I think we've come to a mutual <laughs> decision here. Oh my god, they just like tear into each other. And then yeah, like, yeah. The, like the first half of the movie, he's like, I don't really get the point of this, uh, this decorating shtick here. What's, right. what's going on here? My question is, okay, so it's kind of unclear at the beginning of this movie who Abby is going to smooch at the end of the movie. I right? loved that. I fucking loved that. Do you agree? That. Yeah. Now, Daniel, maybe I missed something. Mm. There's another hot guy yes. in this movie. He's a doctor. Who's like her cousin? No. Who's that? He's a doctor. He's the other love interest. But who is that? He's just another guy. They just decided what if there were two guys in this movie? It feels but weird. She, they don't really flirt. No, they. I think he is supposed to be flirting with her and she is supposed to be a little oblivious to it. Because at one point they're like, oh, yeah, like you're going on your date. And I was like, oh, is that what that was? It didn't really feel like a date. But Nick also doesn't care. Nick? Nick has no, doesn't care about this other guy no, at all. No, no, Nick does cuz that's why he and Kate go to the um restaurant. Oh, that's why. But he doesn't care at the restaurant. No, I think he does care. I think he's acting too well. <laughs> I think he's too good at acting in that scene and he's too good at hiding that he does care. <laughs> okay. I'm not okay. joking. That's my fucking theory. Okay, okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I think I just missed that entire plot beat. It's crazy. Because <laughs> There's like halfway through the movie and they're just like, yeah, yeah, this doctor, the other man. And it's like, oh, is that, is is that, that who, who that is? Was? Oh, okay. Um, so they're planning. Okay. So they're planning this estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're planning this like estate party. It's for Christmas Eve. Um, they're trying to get everything together. They're renovating the offices for Sinclair Enterprises. Yada, 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 yada. Yep. The two have chemistry. Yeah, they're fun. They bounce off each other pretty well. Yeah. And they have some saucy moments. Mm-hmm. They have some sexy... They had a sexy moment in his office. They had a sexy moment in the garage what when it sexy was snowing a little bit. What is sexy mean to you? It's more like what does sexy mean to Hallmark? To Hallmark, okay. Where um, Nick, please describe what a, it means to them. Thank yeah. you. Here's a sexy Hallmark moment. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm so ready. Ooh, ooh, 
Daniel, I'm feeling a bit. <laughs> Ooh, Daniel, I'm feeling a bit cold. Oh no, Daniel. There needs to be a time lock on podcasting equipment. <laughs> It needs to be not a breathalyzer, but like a fucking no. Mm -mm. I think this is the most two dudes have a podcast we've ever been. (laughs) We got to focus. Okay. 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 So they go, they go shopping for decorations. Why do they go to a thrift store to shop for decorations when his budget's like unlimited? I don't fucking know. They go to this thrift store. They find a nutcracker. She's like, cool. And he's like, and then they find a dresser and he's like, I like that. And she's like, I like that. Wait, do we like the same things? And then she goes home and then somehow in the between the shopping, he went and back and bought her the nutcracker and wrapped it in time for it to go to her house before she gets there. Because she gets home and she's like, what's this package? And she opens it up and it's the nutcracker and he's handwritten a note. Or maybe he doesn't. We don't know what his handwriting looks like. So he writes his note and he's like, I had a great time buying this nutcracker with you. Here's my fucking nutcracker. And she's like, cool. And then she goes in the office the next day. She's like, I got your gift. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, okay. And then they keep decorating. And then they bring in the gay friend, the gay British man. And the gay British man is here to also decorate. What does he do? Unclear about the overlaps in their positions. I think he's the events like coordinator or manager. Oh, he's so funny at the end. He's the worst. He's the worst listener on the face of this earth at the end of this movie. But keep going. (laughs) This is Walter Fairbanks, who I think will be a very important character to 2019. Walter Fairbanks is a very gay British man who comes in. He's like, I think you have a wonderful taste, darling. And then they decorate the house and then he leaves. And again, throughout this, there is a like, ooh, who's she going to choose? And it's like obviously this fucking guy she has like two scenes with the doctor and yeah they act like siblings in them they have good chemistry but they act like fucking siblings yeah um and so then the ball happens and they raise the money and for the children's hospital which i assume is the vcu children's hospital because that's the major children's hospital in richmond virginia where this film is allegedly set thank you nice job hell yeah Go VCU Children's Hospital. They're they're a children's hospital, and those are really important. I'm gonna I'm gonna break a kid's leg just to take just them to, to the VCU go to Children's VCU. Hospital. I go to VCU. Um. <laughs> so yeah, like the whole movie, they're kind of this like, ooh, he's got to learn the true meaning of Christmas. He kind of learns the true meaning of Christmas like 20 minutes into the movie, though. Sort of right away. Right yeah, he away, does a good he's job like, at learning the true meaning. It's hot chocolate's good. I like shopping. Yeah. Cool. Who really needs who really needs to know the true meaning of Christmas is Kate. Yes. Um here's my favorite part of the movie. Are you ready, Daniel? Please. It's at the very end of the movie and our our favorite gay British man is talking with Kate, who is Nick's assistant. Yes. And uh Kate and Nick's assistant sort of have a will they won't they, but it's like super won't they. The amount it's skewed <laughs> mega won't they. They are the amount of chemistry she has with him is crazy. And the amount of chemistry he doesn't have with her is off the fucking Insane. charts. And so they're two separate will they won't they's. It's sort of like a, a love trapezoid where the only <laughs> real couple that is like close to one another is Nick and Abby. Yeah. But anyway, Abby's talk or uh, Kate is talking to the assistant. 
Yeah. <laughs> Kate's, uh, Kate, Nick's assistant, is talking to this gay British man. And she goes to Kate, he goes up to Kate at the party and is like, Kate, what are you, what are you doing? And you look at, you look puzzled. And Kate goes, well, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about giving, um, Nick a, a proposal. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about giving him a proposal tonight. And, um, the gay British man's like, ah, proposal. You're proposing. Of what, one of what kind? And Kate goes, one, one that he can't turn down because I'm someone who, when they want something, I go get it. And then she ro- walks away. And then the gay British man is like, aha. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Abby walks up and Abby's like, hey, what are you ahaing about? And the gay British man is like, oh, nothing. You know, Kate is going to propose to Nick. <laughs> it, is a, it is a killer scene because it's this so dude is oblivious crazy. to what is going it's on. So like in no, in no means, no normal person <laughs> is going to hear that conversation and go, oh, totally. She's definitely going to like give her hand in marriage to this dude right now. Especially like dudes, a traditional headed billionaire there is no shot that's that dude is gonna get proposed to it's crazy that he's a billionaire he is a billionaire yeah no they say he's a billionaire and he's they said that and and they're both like oh why is he a billionaire (laughs) like gross he doesn't yeah like uh um, anyway, so they tease mistletoe kisses the entire movie, and then they don't have a mistletoe kiss at the end of the movie. The end. The end. Annika has a connection she wants to pitch. Annika. I'll take it. I'll, I don't have one. I have one. Okay. But it, we'll is he- it connected to the Virginia Vandertons? No, it does not connect to the Virginia Vandertons. Because we're in Virginia. We are in Virginia. The Vandertons are at the fucking party. We know this to be true. Oh, yeah. Of All course. Right, what's your connection? Okay, let me get on the mic for the decent audio quality here. It's very directional. I don't want to mess it up. It's not directional. Okay. It's so not, It's on the direction. Okay, so at first, when we met Walter, is that his name? I don't the party, know. party coordinator? Oh, oh, yeah. Is that okay, his name? When we met Walter, I Walter was. Walter Fairbanks. I was like, this man has big guardian angel energy. Mm. But. Then he's very ill-informed on the situation going forward. Like he hears Kate being like, I'm pitching this proposal. And he's like, ah, yes, proposal for marriage. And like doesn't realize that he nearly destroys the whole story. So I think Walter is a guardian angel, but he's not there for this movie. He's doing his guardian angel work for some other guest at this party who's going to pop up in another movie at some point. And we'll see what he's there doing. But he's there being a guardian angel, but not for these people. Wow. I can. Oh, wow. He's the doctor's guardian angel. Oh. But then he would know what's up with this girl. Like, I think he doesn't know anything about these people. Right. He knows. I don't think he gives a shit. I think he knows. I think I don't think it's ignorance because Walter Fairbanks is the smartest man in the movie. He's got great taste. The movie tells me. He, yeah, he's the doctor's guardian angel. And I'll tell you fucking why he is. Because there's one scene where the doctor does a really weird thing. And I pointed this out to Annika. 
and I'm going to point it out to you now, and I'm going to describe it for the audience who's not going to watch this godforsaken film. So at the so the, the doctor and the main character, right? They're all kind of everybody's kind of chatting it up at this hospital ball, right? And they're all no 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 no. And the doctor's like, I'm going to go get some punch, and he walks in the background and fully in frame. Of I think like the wo- the woman who owns the house, yeah, Caroline Sinclair, who we're not going to talk about, and Abby Fuller. So like the two of them are having a conversation, fully in view, not even like out of focus, like kind of focused on the two of them. In the back is the doctor. He walks back. He looks right. He looks left. He looks right again, and then he walks forward. It looks like a bit that they accidentally left in. I think he's confused because he's looking. For his guardian angel. Oh, and you and when you look for your guardian angel, you have to look super weird like. No, I think he looked and then he saw Walter and then he turned back and Walter was gone. And then he looked back and he was back again. Oh, interesting. Okay. I like that theory. How do we feel about this? Okay, I feel good about that. I feel good about that. Walter Fairbanks, the that. gay British interior designer who's also a guardian angel. Of a doctor. Of a doctor. My second connection. Okay. My connection. That was Annika's connection. My connection. This fucking hot chocolate salesman that they go to before they go shopping. What's up with this fucking guy? They go to get hot chocolate. They're like, oh, Buddy's hot chocolate is the best hot chocolate ever. Buddy, I don't know that's his name. This dude doesn't say a goddamn word the whole movie. And he's on screen for like 45 seconds where they Who is order, this guy? Do you, it's a blink and you'll miss it scene, except it's also yeah. 45 minutes. It's the dude they buy hot chocolate from. Do you know the timestamp? No. Go to go to where they go to where they are going thrift shopping and rewind like five minutes from there. Maybe a little bit less. Chester Market. By the way, yeah, Chester, like my home fucking town. And this, I don't know where they are shopping in this fucking place. That's not what Chesterfield looks like or Chester. Chester? Oh, shit. I got distracted because that's where I grew up. I missed the I think real that's clue. Just, I think that's tr- sort of like in New Asgard when they have the Thanos yeah. pops or whatever. I think that's <laughs> just. I know it's been pointed out, but how fucked is it to have a Thanos themed restaurant that children go to? I know that's, that's so up. monumentally you, yeah. fucked up. It's like it's like having a genocide shake. It's yeah, just like remember when this guy killed everybody for five years, right? Anyway, anyway, come and have a waffle cone. <laughs> the chocolate chip symbolizes the ashes of your dead family. <laughs> Don't I... forget to have the low-fat ice cream. Only half <laughs> the calories. Oh. I think this hot chocolate salesman is going to be our fucking Thanos this season. Okay. They're, so whenever we got to look out for people buying hot chocolate. If someone's buying, because okay. this, this guy is a fucking supernatural being. And I don't think he's, I think he's a fucking rogue agent. Okay. I think if he like opens gathering his data, gathering data, perhaps, I think. I think the reason he doesn't talk is because I think he's so powerful that if he did open his mouth, it would just be like, like it, it wouldn't make any sense to the human ear. He's on a whole oh, different wow. fucking level. And that's why they're like, great hot chocolate. He's like, hmm. And he smiles and I nods. don't know. I wouldn't go as far to say as it's Thanos. Not Thanos. He, I, I mean, he's more of an overarching character <laughs> okay. that we will, we will okay. know of. And Josh Brolin will play him. 
He's going to be big. He's going to be big. This hot chocolate salesman. I want to watch out for this motherfucker. Talk about talk about hot chocolate. Hot <laughs> Um, Daniel, I'm <laughs> done with this film. I'm um, done with us right we, now. <laughs> what are we watching next week? Next week we are watching. It's literally just called Mary and Bright. <laughs> Kate's mom is setting up dates for her CEO daughter when she meets Gabe a week before Christmas. She assumes, comma, he's a date, comma, but he's a corporate recovery consultant for her candy cane company. Period. He's also single. Period. Candy cane company, Let's baby. Let's fucking go. Um, I finally watched the Mario movie over Christmas break. Is that why you just say let's a fucking go? Let's a fucking go. <laughs> How'd you like the Mario movie? Hey, it was made for kids, wasn't it? Yeah, it sure was. I, it was, it was connected cute. to the HC connected to the HCU right now. Hey, I I'm really proud that we went through this whole movie without mentioning that the main character wasn't legally blonde. <laughs> I don't. How did we do that? Oh yeah. Also, Nick was. Warner and Legally Blonde. He was Blonde. Warner, so we're going to treat Legally Blonde as a prequel now. So Legally Blonde's yeah. canon. The plot was as complicated as the plot of any Mario game. Yeah. Which it wasn't. I thought Louis, I thought uh, Charlie Day did a great job. Oh, yeah. He was great. Also, I thought he was great. The Luigi's when the Luigi's Mansion music played, it oh, made me cry. Oh, fuck, man. Well, as soon yeah. as he got to the spooky world, I was like, I would have just watched a Luigi's Mansion movie. Well, it would make my Charlie day if you leave That's if you left us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It would really help us out. You can also hit us with a follow. That also really helps us out. Also, you can leave us a review. Also, really helps us out. Yeah, uh, you can also visit our website www.missletosecret.wixsite.com to see our version of the story so far, or you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the page to tell us your version of the story so far. You can also. Do the same by sending us an email at mistletoesecret at gmail.com. You can also follow us on TikTok, at mistletoesecret podcast on TikTok. Daniel, the intro and outro music was made by Colin Robertson. What is the intro music called, Daniel? The intro music is called An Arrow Through the Heart of Christmas. Ooh. Thank you. And uh, the outro music is, of course, one, two, three, one, two, three, mistletoe kiss. My name is Trey Plutnicky. My name is Daniel Kunkel. And I'm reminding you to stay jingling and stay jolly. Thank you for listening. What if at the end we revealed that we just like, this was actually like 2 p.m. in the afternoon? <laughs> <laughs>